It's time for another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Oh, God! Nobody! Nobody's ever... What? Nobody's ever done that! A podcast focusing on AEW. Two! No! That doesn't mean our hosts won't go down rabbit holes and end up talking about other promotions. Let's, let's rewind because I like to go down rabbit holes. But they try to keep focused on AEW. I told you, we can't go down rabbit holes. Join Tanner Lee, Austin Shepard, and Paul Zartman. I don't have control, do I? As they recap this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. If we went off matches here, I'd be champion. If, if some bucks were candy nuts, it'd be Christmas all the time. Don't forget to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your other podcast and if you're listening on apple podcast be sure to give the kicking out podcast that five star rating these boys want to be five star kop don't forget to check out kickingoutshop.com it's your place to go for great merchandise from the kicking out podcast that way you can support a great podcast and look fantastic doing so get that dude some pants this is the first boys a rabbit hole in the closing and now let's get right into it it's another episode of the kicking out podcast It's Wednesday night, it's June 7th, 2023, a brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast, streaming live on the Kicking Out Podcast YouTube channel, and on the Kicking Out Podcast Twitter page. Follow us on all social media accounts, at Kicking Out Pod. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host, Paul Zarman and Austin Shepard, both in the house. Fellas, how are we doing tonight? It's Wednesday night, it's always a good night. That's the truth. That's the truth. One night closer to the weekend. One night closer <laughs> to the weekend. That's the truth, too. Both good things. Both good things and a good show to talk about tonight. There's a lot going on in the world of AEW. A lot. A I mean, lot's going on. Yeah. We could uh, we could skip our weekly Dynamite review and probably still have a two-hour podcast on everything going on in AEW right now. I mean, you it's, got Dynamite. It's, it's organized chaos. It is it's chaos. It's, I mean, you got dynamite. You got rampage, of course. You got collision starting next week. You got forbidden door. You got the video game coming out. Yes, I, I've already told my family. Um, I, that's what I want for Father's Day. So just order it now and uh, give it to me when it arrives. Get the pre-order and you uh, get well, who is it? Matt Hardy, I think, in the pre-order. I saw. Yeah. Both both versions of them. So, Majin on YouTube says one night closer to game three, the Stanley Cup finals. I think Vegas is looking hot right now. Vegas might sweep. Sweep the Panthers. Do you see they picked up on the free agent pool today? (laughs) Was his initials MM? They picked up Marty McSwirling. (laughs) Vegas is making a run, baby. Let's go. Picked him up for what? To uh, To be the goon coach? The enforcer. The enforcer coach. Hey, and this is this shows you how much I follow sports. Is is the NBA and the NHL about on the same game on the finals? Yeah, the NBA game three is going on right now as we speak, and mm. NHL game three. Yeah, so they're yeah right there neck and neck. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to sports, baby, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Stupid. Majin says they picked him up to ride the pine. Oh. Knowledge. They want his knowledge. And, and like like uh, Paul said, the enforcer Arn Anderson, Pine, Spine on the Pine. Yeah, there's a lot going on there tonight. There you go. A lot going All on ties in. back Arn. 
Yep. Yep. Well, Paul, uh, you have a question for Shep to start the show off tonight? Yes, I do. Hey, Shep, what are we drinking? Which I think this is, well, we're drinking the normal tonight because I didn't have anything new. Um, yeah, pretty sure I went with the uh, pineapple high noon last week and gave mm-hmm. it a forty-seven out of ten. So I just, I just love this noise. Shh, listen, that is a beautiful sound. I just love that noise. It's so good. Um, I mean, yeah, we have the we have the backup like normal. Um, we got the toddy like normal, but I feel like I feel like you got to chug something. Uh, I was very unprepared this week, um, so we're gonna just gonna chug a we're gonna chug a, a pineapple high noon again, the goat of all seltzers. Until uh, there's two companies I want to try that are not released in any end yet. One is Happy Dads. The other is called Good Boys, uh, sponsored by my idol. My legend, John Bailey. <laughs> um, they're not in Indiana yet. So Happy Dad's Good Boy Vodka, those aren't there yet. But until until those come in the state of Indiana, right now the goat of sippers is high noon and pineapple. So I mean, if we're gonna choke something, might as well choke something good. Cheers, salute. Yeah, Paul, what's you drinking tonight? Uh, right now, uh, coffee out of the KOP. Well, I'm not drinking coffee anymore out of the KOP mug that I bought. Um, well, so, show off that mug. Show off that mug. Yeah, there look it is. at that. Nice, uh, nice little kicking out podcast mug. Says the same thing on both sides. Where can I get but, one of those? Uh, kickingoutshop.com. All right. Uh, so, so we're going to switch, uh, you know, Shep brought back childhood, um, a couple weeks ago with the sunny D. So, uh, I, I had to, I, I had to do the same and, uh, I brought back apple juice. It's just not mixed with anything. <laughs> <laughs> Majin on YouTube says he's got crown and Coke. Uh, I got a drink in my hand. Uh, I'm a big fan of iced tea, particularly sweet tea. I'm a fan of lemonade. I'm a fan of golf, and golf was in the news this week, ah. yesterday. Wow. So I got really? A, really? Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're under, what happened? under a rock. Um, yeah, what happened? But so I, I got a legendary uh, Arnold Palmer, but I got the spiked version Ooh. in my hand tonight. So okay. I have had these before. They're pretty good. So easy to, easy to sip on. So, all right. I also have to make the noise then. Oh, it's a great noise. I don't, I don't have a cool noise. <laughs> <laughs> it just pops. Uh, it just pops. Uh, Majin says, "Now that's a sexy mug." Yes, it is, and you can get one at kickingoutshop.com. So, I know this is a <laughs> professional wrestling podcast, correct? Uh, most time, yes. So, focusing on AEW. Mm-hmm. But what happened in the golf world the last? 48 hours merger it's all about the money so so I, I love it we wake up monday morning and all your golf social media and, and paul sorry i'm going on my first rabbit hole doesn't even hey talk. that's fine anyways uh you wake up monday morning and, and all the social media stuff this is the longest day in professional golf which is the final day of the amateurs or the local qualifying for the u.s open Mm-hmm. There's what eight or nine sites over the United States, and 
each site take anywhere from two to what five players? I think. Am I close? Yeah, yeah. Right. You're in the ballpark. And I mean, there's there's uh, regular professionals trying to qualify. There's just some awesome amateurs qualifying. There's some local pros trying to qualify. There's some super seniors trying to qualify. There's some live players trying to qualify. Anyways, we're just pumped, right? Where I'm following it, following it, following it. And then you wake up Tuesday morning and CNBC, of all people, says, hey, you just hold my cup of coffee right now. I got some breaking news. The live uh, PIF, Public Investment Fund, Mm -hmm. whatever, and the PJ Tour are merging. And And the DP World Tour. Which used to be Dang. the European tour, but that everybody's kind of just forgot about that tour, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, they're sponsored by Guinness, right? Whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was mean. I shouldn't have said that. But, like, whoa. I mean, you talk about power plays of all power plays. And, and if we want to relate this to professional wrestling, which we can. Mm hmm. There's only one guy that can make a power play like that, and that's Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Which he kind of did earlier this year on CNBC. On CNBC. Yes. So, the live Saudis, whatever you want to call them, they go to Jay Monaghan, who's a pawn, yeah, and says, "I will, I will write you a check, and you, I own you." And he says, "Okay," and they merge. Uh, and I honestly think I don't think the PGA Tour wanted to do it, but I think they realize Liv's not going anywhere. Saudis have endless amount of some money. This is the only way we're going to make it work in the long term. So that, and I think they realized in the litigation in the courtroom they are not going to outlast it, them. Never. It's going to go on for years it, and years and years. And I think Brooks Kepka winning the PGA Championship sped fast everything. It just made everything yeah. speed up. So he should have won the Masters. Yeah. But it didn't happen. He choked. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a Brooks Skeptic fan. He, he choked right. like uh he choked like the Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> Paul any any words there? Brook, Brooklyn Brawler? Any 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 words there? You know what? I in in Read between the lines. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a Brooks Kepka fan. I think he's an arrogant asshole. Okay. Yeah. And I love professional golf, but he's an arrogant asshole. So I compare Brooks Kepka to the Brooklyn Brawler because he choked playing at Augusta. I was gonna say Brooks got a little MGF in him, but no. Ooh. Ooh. Don't. 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 Attitude wise, like that. Attitude wise, yeah. Dude, hey, he's he's a douchebag. If anybody is MGF on the lift tour, it's Dustin Johnson. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the only difference is that Dustin Johnson has a hot wife, and MGF's girl left him. So that's yeah. true. That's true. That's very true. I hey. mean, he's probably pretty good to him. So be uh, fair. And, and uh, Dustin's there with the hockey family, the great one, Wayne Gretzky. His daughter, so Polina. Yeah. 
right. You guys want to talk professional wrestling? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. 11 minutes in the rabbit hole. Let's do it. You're welcome. It's only been four. Calm (laughs) down. We were seven minutes into the show when 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 he went off the rails. All right. So it's Wednesday night, and that means Dynamite kicks off with Orange Cassidy. You know. Uh, when Orange is off TV, this is going to be weird to have Dynamite start without Orange Cassidy. But and, and I know I know Shep's come around on the guy. I, I praise his in in ring work, and I have no problem with him starting Dynamite because you know you're going to get a really good match. And tonight yep. was a hell of a good match. Yep, we got Orange Cassidy taking on Swerve Strickland for the AEW International Championship match. Cassidy barely even walked out, and Tanner goes, oh, he's losing that belt tonight. <laughs> I was so confident. I'm glad I didn't put the KOP Predictions Championship up because I tried. I, I tried for a chef. I, I was for sure tonight, and I was I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, towards the end of the match, uh, Cassidy hits the orange punch, and then beach break, Strickland kicks out. He then dives outside to keep up the attack, but Strickland catches him and hits a brain buster on the floor. He nails house call and then the diving foot stomp, and this time it's Cassidy that kicks out. Strickland goes for a pinfall, grabs the tights. Cassidy reverses, and he pulls the tights as well, and he retains. Now, I want to mention, I don't think he got the tights fully because he grabbed it with the bad hand, realized right. he grabbed it with the bad hand, and let go. Right, and right. Before he could get the other hand on there, the three count happened. So I don't know if we want to say with the tights or not, but that's how it's going down. I looked at more as a desperation move from Orange at the end, and uh, he, he got it done. I mean, these guys both are so fluid in the ring, so fun to watch. Bright Futures. I mean, Orange hasn't lost in singles competition yet this year. Swerve has lost a couple times, but it's it's been to good opponents. Um, yeah, fun match, and I don't think this rivalry is done anytime soon. Nope. Um, I hope not. And, and we see that because after the match, uh, the embassy members hit the ring, attack Cassidy until the lights go out. When they return, Sting and Darby are in the ring as the heels clear out. Yeah, um, lights went out at first right away. I thought it would be Sting and Darby, but then we didn't hear music or anything. So I'm like, okay, is somebody from New Japan coming out? Because we got Forbidden Door coming up two weeks from Sunday. We need to start building for that. Um, but then it was Sting and Darby, but big pops from the crowd. And as we'd find out later in the show, they're in a trios match. No, a, a eight-man match eight next, man. next uh, week, which next week's card is stupid loaded, by the way. Um, yeah. I have a comment on next week's, but uh, we'll get to that later yeah, on in the show. But, but good stuff. Um, and, you know, one of the reasons I thought Swerve would win tonight is, if you guys recall, he's already got a Dynamite match set up for a Dynamite next month, and that's when Nick Wayne debuts. He's going to defend the Defy Championship. So I thought they might put one of their own belts on him, too, and have that on the line, but um, I was wrong. Yes, you were. You know, the... I love the fact that they're selling um, Orange Cassidy, his back injury, his hand injury. You know, he's so beat up, which is which nowadays is it plays. Mm-hmm. But if you go back 15 years, 20 years, the guy doesn't work. Today, I mean, and no offense to Orange. Right. And he, he might do some independence on the on the side that we don't see. The guy works one day a week, mm-hmm. and they're acting like he is so beat up. 
But I, mean, I guess that's the old school of me going, wait a minute, these guys used to work five days a week, four days a week. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, now, it plays right now because nobody knows any different. Okay. He comes out with the tape on his back, the tape on his neck, and they rip the tape off. Um, made me more because what what would you say? Seven, eight weeks ago, I used to make fun of him, right? Cutting pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell you what, right now, man, he's he's one of the best on dynamite consistently. And I can't obviously honestly say that I'm not looking forward to his next week's match. We're almost halfway through the year, pretty much with dynamites. Well, we are in June, I guess. You could make a argument or a case for Orange Cassidy means uh, wrestler of the year right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean. It- I'm still not the biggest guy of his gimmick, but he's he's starting to make me come around too. Um, and he was he was showing off his new shirt tonight, which was a good look for him. So yeah, and, and I think that's why they focus so much on the injuries is because of the gimmick. Yeah. Remember, he's supposed to be you know the king of sloth style, so he's not supposed to do a whole lot. So when he's going out there putting on banger matches that are opposite of what his gimmick normally is, I think that's where the injuries play in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I kind of, in the back of my mind, thought he would drop the title tonight as well because they kept talking how banged up he was. He's going to take a break, yada, yada, yada. But and if he was going to drop the title, Swerve would be a great yep. person to drop the title to. Yep. yep. But – I, I kind of like this run, and, and I don't know who I want to see stop it right now. Um, being the international championship, as they call it, I'm kind of excited to see who's going to face the Forbidden Door. Right now, we got two Forbidden Door matches that are just absolute flipping bang. Oh, my God. I, mean, I can't wait for them. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. Um, but, yeah. I think I text you guys this. I would love to see Orange against Zack Saber. Yeah. If yes, the only thing I can see right now is that we see Zack Saber versus Samoa Joe because that's an ROH feud going on. True. True. I don't know if Tony would bring that into Forbidden Door. Either way. Yeah. Got a comment from Chris Smith on YouTube here. Is it time to open the lake yet, or is that the Forbidden Door? Yes. <laughs> you get to decide which, Chris. <laughs> it can be the forbidden door. It can be the forbidden door that's getting ready to open. Who hey, knows? Tell, tell Chris and his uh, cohort that he's with right now, go have another Bud Light. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm hmm. staying away from that one. Uh, <laughs> um, Majin here with a good comment. Can we get some? Actual international talent going for the title. Yeah, that's what kind that. of what Austin was saying too. I agree. Yeah. We've seen a lot of American talent go for it late. It's it's time to go to the roots of the title. Get you know who's a, you know who's a guy that's I know he's been rumored uh, since the Puerto Rico show of, of WWE, but man, I'd love to see Carlito uh, back around. Um, 
you know, he, he had that appearance, um, a backlash, right? Yeah. Uh, but. I think he was backstage at SmackDown last week. I believe I read that. He was, and they, they saw him around Orlando. Yeah. He, he was a, he was a big talent back in the day. And the, this, yeah. this whole, uh, you guys will laugh at this. So back in the day when he was consistently on raw, uh, I used to get on a uh, forum uh, hosted by Jimmy Van. Jimmy Van. And I remember when he had some of his, you know, when they kind of started to push him a little bit. You know, everybody in the, the live forum or live chat or whatever the hell you call it, live message board, we're like, that's our next world champion going on and on and on. And then he just faded away. Him and Masters both. Chris Masters. Well, I, I, he's, he's doing all right with Billy Corgan right now. Yeah. No, oh, Billy can go play music. For that comedy made about Tyrus, I guess we're not pro wrestling fans because we don't watch Tyrus. But Ty, you're a little butthurt over that comment, aren't you? I can't stand the guy. <laughs> uh, n- another bad yardage on um, YouTube. What happened to uh, Ray Mysterio Jr.? He's still going strong. He's the. You know what? If you uh, <laughs> back in Fort Wayne, I noticed one thing, Tanner. Yeah. His his boots <laughs> said the goat on it. Like he's he's a self proclaimed goat, which yeah, he's a I'm Hall of Famer, but he's not a goat. I'm not he's not saying he's not the best luchador ever, but I don't know if I put it that on my boots. I but. agree, I agree. His uh, his son's got a lot of heat right now, but we'll get into that later. We we'll, we got a whole segment to talk about that later, that later. But and uh, Christmas says he's personally a big fan of the Undertaker. Who is it? Yeah, Callie's a legend. Yes, he is. We got to get these guys talking to AEW. All right. Hey, let's do that. Real quick, if 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 uh, dipshit's listening, Chris, what's your biggest? What's your favorite version of the Taker? Good question. There's because there's many versions. Let's see if he knows which one. He's got to hit up that Google machine. He is. He's gonna. He's typing it right now. That's why he hasn't <laughs> commented back yet. <laughs> Uh, Can we call in? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can well, phone a friend, though, actually, Chris. You can phone a friend. Actually, Tanner's probably the admin to this, so I, I, I don't have a I don't have a phone connection set up to call in, but uh, you can keep commenting. That's fine. <laughs> he says he says he's uh, getting the info from his wife. And Majin says uh, his is mean, Mark. Callus. Callus. <laughs> that dude had some red hair back in the day. Oh, man. <laughs> Stone Cold was another bad yardage's favorite wrestler. That's another popular one. All right. All right, Paul. I'll let you, I'll let you get on the next segment of the okay. show. All right. All right. All right. I started and then Chris started back in. So I just I, I let Chris have his moment. Hey, we, we like the comments. Oh, absolutely. They help with the algorithm on YouTube. Yes. Um, so uh, up next, there you go, Lord of Darkness. From hey, Chris. that 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 takes me back to my childhood, so I can get on board with Man. that. Ah, all right, was forty when you were a child, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Blackpool Combat Club versus Chaos is up next on the card. Uh, and in case anybody is wondering, uh, Chaos is part of the Best Friends. It just consists of. 
Chuck Taylor, uh, Rocky Romero, and Trent. And so apparently, you know, you got the best friends and then you're off group. And the Rainmaker. Yes. yes. They tweeted that. They did that dirty. They tweeted that. And part of the match announcement got everybody excited that it's Rocky, Chuck, and Trent, not no Okada. Yeah. All right. Uh, of course, this match went exactly as we expected it to. The Blackpool Combat Club picks up the victory um, as Moxley forces Romero to tap out. I actually thought it was a better match than I expected. Well, it was better than I expected, being that who was in it against the Blackpool Combat Club. But we knew the Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club wasn't losing. I can get on board with this comment from Chris. He's, Shep's a mean guy. He's the heel. Shep is the heel of the podcast. I am I am super shocked that he knows what the hell heel means. Too. He's doing some research here. I got to give him credit. Hey, remember, he commented that he, uh, he got this info from his wife. So yeah. she's sure. helping him out. Nothing wrong with that, though, nope. Chris, because, you know, the wife knows more than Google. In his case, that's a, that's a true statement. Uh, so backstage, Adam Page and the Bucks are shown, and they challenge the three BCC members to a six-man tag match. Yeah, that's a big dynamite match next week. I already feel how this is going. All right. Callus is going to get involved, and then the Golden Lovers are going to show up. Mm. <clears throat> I'll make that prediction. I'm mm. not I remember put on there, the you know on the line for it, but I'll I'll say it. Kenny Kenny is not in Canada. True. Nope. True. Kenny is in True. It, it, it's in interesting. Japan? I mean, it's 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 interesting cuz Kenny's got two storylines going on. He's got the one AW and he's got the one New Japan with Osprey. That's got to Yeah. I mean, you know, after Wrestle Kingdom, there was no chance, and you know what, that Tony Khan was not going to book a rematch for Forbidden Door. I don't yeah. care what's going on in any promotion, AEW, New Japan, yada, yada, yada. After that match, after that 47-star match they had at Wrestle Kingdom, which to me still is one of my – Man, I, I can almost put him on my top five of all time. I, and I've watched that match probably three times. I watched it live. Well, live. Yeah, it was live. It was like five. Yeah, you got up early, early for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife made fun of me for that. <laughs> she made me fold laundry. She's like, if you're up at 5 a.m., you're folding laundry. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm literally watching that one at 5 a.m. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. So. I will put it in one of my top five matches of all time. So Tony Khan knew immediately Forbidden Door, he's rerunning that. Um, I could see number three happening at all in a trilogy. Mm. Well, it'd be it'd be in Osprey. Nah, I guess it's not really hometown, right? Well he's he's gonna be the heel up in Canada. He's brought that upon himself. Yeah. Which is beautiful. Yeah. Which is beautiful. So we got a few comments here on YouTube. Uh, this is from uh, Ren six three six three six. Bobby Fish is a punk. You guys like him? I do not like Bobby Fish, but I don't like him. 
I, I don't have anything against him, but I don't I don't miss him on TV. So that's a good way to put it. I I like uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and um, Roddy Strong a hell of a lot better than him. Yeah. Uh, Chris said uh, you should know that my wife watched all this growing up with her dad. This is fresh in her head. We both just want some wrestling at eleven oh seven. All right, you get that June seventeenth. I know. I know it. Uh, uh, coincides uh, against Collision in Chicago, but I think we're on a little earlier here at the eleven oh seven. No time, six o'clock. Yeah. So you know, hopefully from six to eight, you can have some fun at eleven oh seven and tune into Collision. Chris says wife is also a big fan of Rated R Superstar Edge. Yeah. Well, the funny part is Chris has no idea about Edge's history and why he's called the Rated R Superstar. <laughs> Just ask Chris about, you know, look that up with that Lita thing, you know. Maybe you be a little closer to your wife. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh. This has just been one giant rabbit hole. Thanks it's for tuning in. It's been fantastic. <laughs> our, 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 view, our live viewers are up. We're getting good comments. I'm, I'm enjoying myself here. So. Oh, yeah. But uh, next week, I want a prediction. Does BCC or the Hunbucks win? Mm. I'm going to go BCC again with Callus's involvement. And, um, you know, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm just saying Callus's family. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll save myself some embarrassment that way. So we'll, we'll say Callis's family gets involved and that's, you know, that'll cost the match. And then Kenny and, um, the, the golden lovers will show up and even the sides. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I think you have to have that, um, to further storyline, um, because, you, you actually thought those guys would do a blood and guts match, right? I still think they will. I mean, what you could have, can you have that at Forbidden Door? No. no Kenny's already can't. in. It yeah. Would be all right. in if it was anything. Yeah. Or, 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 a special di- or a special dynamite in July. Mm, yeah. Which, yeah. Which, Tony Khan's nuts enough to do a blood and guts match then. Because, so. I mean, it's always been done at a dynamite, so. There you go. Yep. Yep. Okay. So up next, uh, we hear from our world heavyweight champion, MJF. Oh, real, real quick before you go on this. Did this segment to you seem long? Longer than it should? Because I felt like everything was rushed after this. I, I think it went over its time a little bit, but it was so dang good. I thought that it, it was good. I just felt like, yeah, I think they missed their everything mark. Everything was rushed bit. afterwards. Yep. Yeah. Majin said, uh, "We just need Koda. Yep, we need Koda Abushi yeah. any any week now." Yep. Um, I'm not even gonna you know go through this whole thing. If you didn't watch the promo between MJF and Adam Cole, go watch it. <laughs> it was good. It was really good. It was good. It touched on everything. Even yes. to the point where I love the fact where you were going to be the manager. Yes, the that was the line of the night. That was, yeah. I mean, they talked about Vince McMahon, but the line of the night was <laughs> you were going to be the manager of Keith Lee, which was the 
idea of somebody in Stanford when Adam Cole was going to leave NXT and, and come up to the main roster. I thought it was interesting. MGF said Vince McMahon's name. But when he's talking about NXT, he wouldn't say NXT. He, he said Shawn Michaels' name, though. He said Shawn Michaels, but then he said that company instead of saying NXT, in which is pretty smart because they were going head-to-head on the same night not too long ago with AEW. So. Yeah, yeah, the only thing I thought that he left on the table was your best match in that company was against an ex-NFL punter. Yeah. Like I, thought that, I thought that could get some heat. Yeah. Which is not a false statement, in my opinion, because I thought him and McAfee tore the house down. Oh, they did. They did big time. And, and just because I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of McAfee, but like you could use that. Like, look, dude, you're a professional wrestler, and your best match was against an, a washed up NFL guy who had a bum knee. Yeah, come on. Well, presuming this feud goes on for a little bit, maybe he pulls that out one week. Yeah, he could. Because, but that's the weird thing. Next week, we're getting a match between these two, but it's one of those eliminator matches. Yeah. It's weird. I don't like eliminator matches. I think they're stupid. There's no point for them. Just make it a regular match. Well, hold on. You, You make an eliminator match. That way, for some reason, Cole goes over. It doesn't bury your champion. Right. It just sets up a championship match for future down the road. Right. right. That's when you just say, you know, here's this match, Adam Cole, you win, you get a future shot at the title. I, I, don't make it I guess and, 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 in the past with these eliminator matches, it's normally been if you lose, you don't get a challenge for the title against that champion. And I guess my point of view is going into it being an eliminator match stipulation, I already think Adam Cole's going to win. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, still part of that loaded card next week. I mean, they're definitely loading it up. Um, which, is so, a, which is middle of June. This is a random June. I love it. Tony yeah. does this about once every other month, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yep. And you know, it's the Wednesday before Collision debuts. Yep. Yep, which, man, they uh, rightfully so, they pushed that show heavy tonight. It was on about every commercial break. It was talked about during multiple times during the show tonight, (laughs) which they need to because tickets aren't selling that well. Um, But uh, so assuming Cole wins next week, when do you have that title match? All in. That's a long build. That's okay. I mean, you think you think that's big enough? A uh, big enough? If you match. Do it, if you do it correctly, mm-hmm. you're giving it what two months? Yeah, August twenty seventh. Okay. Yeah, you're, yeah. yeah, you're giving yeah. it two, roughly two months. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what, that's what, true. We just did point. that with the four pillars, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. What? What a more perfect build. Do it. Do it right. If if you're going to keep the legacy of MJ, MJF and do that, do it right and do these long story builds. And it just makes him a bigger, a bigger, a bigger star. Uh, Majin says, apparently tickets for Canada still aren't selling well, even after the punk announcement. I saw that there was, there was one city in uh, Canada that only had sold seven or 800 tickets. Yeah. It's, it's still a far fetch away. Well, I, I think it, they'll go. But. It, it may be some 
are waiting to see the presentation of Collision and, and just what it's about, maybe? I don't know. Could be. What the roster's going to look like? We'll see. Well, until you have an actual draft, you would think that Collision should be open to anybody. Yeah, you would think. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. If they're gonna split, do a, a a brand split, they need to do some sort of draft, yeah. something, something like that. Which I hate the draft. I do too. It's pointless. After but Connecticut, I don't. I don't want to see it here. But I, I think Tony though would do a better job of sticking to it, whereas the WWE had a draft a month ago. We're already seeing people jump from show to show. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, we know at least Miro and Thunder Rosa are going to be on Collision uh, as FTR they Andrade. FTR. Well, and I'm just talking about the people who are in the commercials. Oh yeah, ahead Scorp- of the Punk announcement. Scorpio. Even. Yeah. Yeah, Majin does make a good point, but Collision is the Punk show. We have the headliner, and it hasn't helped as much as people thought. Yeah, I, I also think I, I don't think Punk's as over as he was. Last year, this time in the company, I think he's wore on some fans. He's always going to have his his backers and his fans. I mean, heck, I got a punk shirt on tonight. I mean, I don't hate the guy. I like what he does in the ring. Sometimes I think he's over the top, and sometimes he's definitely a head case and a headache. But, um, but yeah, but think about it. I, I still think he's a money maker for the company. The founders of AEW, the EVPs or whatever you want to call them. People, the the true diehard fans mm-hmm. of all elite wrestling, be, came because of the Bucks, because of Hangman, because yes. of because of the elite, right? Right, right. They started watching that that, that YouTube show, mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. and then it manifests into what we see today and yep. what we talk about today. So you got your diehards. That look at punk like you're an ungrateful little, you know, you're an ungrateful punk, right? <laughs> so you're gonna have your core base fans not not be a fan of it and be like, I'm not gonna go to that show because the elite's not gonna be there and I don't care to see punk. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I get it and, and it's gonna take time, but that that's why there's Chris wants to know why that isn't draft, wrestling on DraftKings. Actually, AW for their pay-per-views does have a pool yeah. you can get in. I got into that double or nothing. I didn't do very well, but uh, I, got I think I got 57 cents back. But I did win $100 in the uh, Wrestle Rumble competition, mm-hmm. so I was pumped about that. I got I tied for fourth, I think. So, go. yeah, that was that was nice. And And just to let Chris know, it's it's kayfabe, Chris. It's all yep. kayfabe. <laughs> he doesn't know what kayfabe is. Chris says he needs a sipper. Well, go make one. I got one right here. And uh, yeah, brawl out has hurt punk a little bit. I agree with that. I think it's hurt yes, everybody. Right. It's, it's hurt all involved. Yeah, absolutely. I I returned my A Steel shirt. Just let you know. <laughs> <laughs> You and his mom are the only two at the bottom. Hey, just because I share a checking account with my mom. <laughs> Good one. Now that's well played. Well played. <sighs> All hey, right. Are you still talking about Dynamite or what, what's going on? Uh, yeah, we're at uh, Hook and Jungle Boy or Jungle Hook uh, taking on Drillistico and Preston Vance. 
in uh, a uh, tornado tag match. Just a second, we got to answer this from another bad yardage. Who would win a match between you three? Oh, me for sure. I mean, come on, is it even a, is it even close? <laughs> Who's this Chris Batman Darby? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh god. Hey, hey, RN six three. Oh god, that never mind. I know who that guy is. Yeah, yeah. I know who that is. <laughs> hey, Google, Google that guy, are you? Really? R I Ren six three six three, whatever. Google Chris Smith. You'll know who he is. <laughs> uh but uh let's not forget I'm the only one who actually has some in ring experience here, boys. Yeah, I well what kind of match we talking about here? Well, it'd be, it'd be a three-way no holds barred. All right, so I mean, I I need weapons to have a chance. Yeah, <laughs> look at the size differential. It can't be a ladder match because Paul can't climb a ladder; he'd fall over. <laughs> oh, ouch! I've been on a ladder, but yeah, I don't like heights, so I'm not climbing a ladder. <laughs> yeah, I'd Second have to. Fit for me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I need something with weapons to give me a chance. Still, even yeah. then, I'm probably in trouble. Moser's <laughs> cocktails, I'm in. <laughs> oh, what what happened next on the nice dynamite, Paul? Uh, so, all right, um, Jungle Hook taking on Drillistico and Preston Vance. Um, Jungle Hook gets the victory as uh, the end of the match. We see Jose, the assistant, trying to get involved, but he gets trapped into a submission. Jungle Boy puts Drillistico in the snare trap, and they tap out at the same time. Of course, it didn't matter because Jose wasn't actually in the match. Jose's ripped, dude. <laughs> he's done that a few times. Where He's done that a few times. As a former manager, man, I need to get myself back in shape before I manage somebody else again. Paul, Jose, you look, like, you look like Jose, dog. I mean, no, no, I take my shirt off. Everybody's running and they're cutting the camera <laughs> commercial and saying, sorry for that, people. Here's a refund for your tickets. Uh, I, I thought this was a fun match. I thought this was a fun match. Um, it was. Um, Preston caught a gusher. Yeah, he, he got busted open the hard way. I think he, uh, I think he gigged a little too deep. Yeah, he does that a lot. He does well, that a he, lot. He, he did that. Remember, he did that with Moxley. Oh my God! Yes, him. when he had the mask. Yeah. yeah but bad, but but I enjoyed it. I like when Hook Hook has a match. Um, mm-hmm. I was really afraid he might hurt his neck on that table spot, but I think he rotated just enough. I think he uh, missed it. He yeah, he missed yeah. that. Yeah. Oh. People didn't break very yeah. by inches. But uh, somebody hit it though because it did break just a little bit. But once again, uh, Jack Perry got me a little bit after the match. He had that chair in his hand. I thought he was going to hit Hook again. That's two weeks straight. I thought so. I think it's coming. It's coming soon. Heel turn. He had that chair up until the last minute. Like I was almost. I'm like, damn it, Tanner's right. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got up. He got up on the ropes, and I'm like, oh wait, he threw the chair down. I'm like, damn it. Tanner's wrong, but I was yeah. I was almost I was with you there for a minute. Yeah, I think it's coming eventually. Um, I did laugh during this match. This was the only match my fiance tuned in, and and she made a comment. She goes, "Where's that douche with the Burberry scarf? Haven't seen him in a while." I'm like, "He was just in a promo for like ten minutes straight." I said, "You were on your phone the whole time, not paying attention." So, but that's how she refers to MJF, the douche douche with the scarf. I said they even chanted douchebag at him tonight. Uh, yeah. 
He officially got called a douchebag. Chris says Darby is an M&M wannabe. And Majin uh, says Darby likes turtles. From the, the, the kid that likes turtles on YouTube that has like 100 million views. The only thing I can harp on Darby right now is quit wearing those stupid Seth Rollins boots. <laughs> he's wearing the he's wearing the like like Seth Rollins wears them and he's over the top and whatever he's Seth freaking Rollins mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden Darby starts wearing these black boots Seth are I think are red but like those are those are stupid like don't wear those like those remind me of a human being that wears Crocs yeah okay I do have a pair of Crocs uh, but I'm gonna make fun of you that that's all right. <laughs> so I, and guess, I guess guess what color they are, Shep? Camo, orange. Come on. Oh, so you're like yeah. orange Cassidy. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm sorry. I feel that those boots that those guys wear yeah. are like what the normal human being wears. Crocs, like Crocs, bother me. They upset me. They annoy me. You can make fun of me for saying that, but. You would you would rather see me quit drinking alcohol before I wear a pair of Crocs. That's saying something. You heard it here first, folks. So so uh All right, I went on a tangent about so, Crocs. So so Austin, we're gonna see Chris this weekend, correct? At the golf tournament that we're yeah. all in. Oh yeah. I, I want some homework for Chris by the time I see him this weekend. I want him to watch a Darby Allen match. See what he thinks of it. I, and I think he should go watch the Darby Allen Jeff Hardy match from last year. Yes, and see what see what it thinks. Yeah, it's got to be on YouTube somewhere. Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy, and, and come come back with me. And I, I want your opinion on it because, yeah, screws loose for both those guys. Yes, and if you start wearing Crocs, Chris, <laughs> you're you're done. <laughs> Tanner might. I don't think Crocs could be a sponsor of the KOP anytime soon. But it's all right. No, we're looking for absolute vodka. No kettle. Oh, my bad. Majin said uh, when Darby tried to kill himself, well, one of the many times. Yeah. Yes, Jeff Hardy. He's still an active wrestler for, for AW there. Another bad yardage. Yep. <laughs> He's already watching Darby tape right now on YouTube. Perfect. Good job. All right. Maybe uh, next week we can have a special guest. Hey, anytime. Maybe. Uh, so uh, up next we go back to TK as he reads from the prompter because he can't remember his lines. Isn't that uh, awkward? I, so it, is, awkward. It, is, it is awkward. and I'm just glad he changes his attire at least. Hey, and don't. Don't get me all political here, but isn't that Joe Biden esque? <laughs> he 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 does he just kind of stands there, doesn't move much. I mean, and, and I love TK. Oh, he I don't love Joe Biden, but I love TK. But he acts like Joe Biden. <laughs> like next thing you know, he's gonna trip over a sandbag. Well, you you know you know the the, the part that made me laugh, and it was awkward just, at double or nothing. The hat he came out with yeah. for the own cup. Oh, and Hart couple like, well, what are we doing here, Tony? What, what, what are we doing? I mean, I know, I know Tony's either drank 47 cups of coffee 
or had three lines of coke. Maybe both. Wired. Okay. <laughs> Maybe both. Maybe both. All right. So I'll, I'll try to do this next, you know, few lines like Tony Khan. So give me a second here. Here we go. Wait a minute. Your, your nose is right up there. <laughs> Tony Khan is then shown backstage as he reveals Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Samoa Joe will take on FTR and CM Punk in the main event of the first ever AEW collision episode on TNT on June 17th on TNT. AEW. Back to you guys. Back to you guys. And really no pop from the crowd tonight with that announcement. No, no. And part of it is I love Tony. He's a great guy, but he's got to stop reading from the prompter because We've seen the man live. He gets excited. If he would get excited during a promo and an announcement, you know, AEW Collision will feature CM Punk. Yeah, right. He didn't even get excited for that. I mean, he's got to get that excitement back. I know he doesn't want to be on TV, but pretend the camera's not there. Somebody hide the camera from TK so he's just looking at another person as if he's having fun. Take the prompter away from him, make him learn a line or two, and let him be Tony Khan. So well, la- last time we saw a non-prompted uh, announcement from him, I think was the All In announcement, and yes. he was real pumped and excited for that. So yeah, we've seen him do it. it. We've seen him do it. Yeah. Um, but what do you guys think of the main event for next Saturday? I I think it's a heck of a main event. Yeah. It'll be good. Um, I, you know, I, I think we're getting the Jay White Juice Robinson FTR feud that we've been looking for, mm-hmm. after that. and then we're just revisiting ROH with Punk and Joe, in my opinion. Right, but but there's got to be. It, it's two hour show, right? Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so you're gonna give that show thirty minutes. I mean. You got a lot of time to fill yet. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at your your talent. Orange has got to be on that show, okay? Maybe. No, no, he's got to be. I mean, if this is your first show on on uh, TBS, right? TNT. TNT. Sorry. TNT. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're on TBS now. It's yep. your first show on TNT for in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Saturday night. You're trying to make a bang. So if you gotta have you gotta have all your champions, you gotta have Orange. We already have FTR. Um, MGF is gonna make an obligational appearance, right? And I'm I'm using the air quotes, right? Mm-hmm. He's got to be there. Um, Give me House of Black. Statlander's gonna be there, right? TBS champion. Tony Storm's going to be there, women's champion. Like, you're going to have all these appearances. So, yeah, that's your main event. You've already said it, but you've got, you got uh, an hour and 30 minutes that you got to fill right. already. So Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. I'm just really interested in what the presentation of the show is going to look like and feel like. Yeah. So, who do you think's commentary? 
You know, I'm hoping um, Sean Ross Sapp does a Q&A every week show, and that was my question I submitted to him today. I think he probably records it tonight, probably release it tomorrow. So I think I've asked it two weeks straight and haven't got an answer yet. So I'm interested because I've heard a lot of names. I just want to know who's the commentary team. Come on, Sean. Yeah. Jericho. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm kidding. I'm thinking. Calm down, boys. Rigaboni. Um. Who else? Um, they're gonna they're gonna hold him tight. I think. I, I feel like I feel like I feel like they're gonna mail it in. They're gonna, you're gonna get the dynamite crew. I feel like that's just overload for them, though. You're gonna get Jim Ross. And you're gonna get the stupid guy that wears the mask. Excalibur. He would be the only one I wouldn't mind. I feel like it's overload for the rest. Excalibur has grown on me over. And, and I think Taz is great, but I like Taz and Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I like Taz and, and Excalibur together because I think yeah. they feed off each other. Well. They do. But, Even though Shivani yeah. was hilarious tonight, like usual. Oh God, Shivani's always great. <laughs> um, but he's a, he's a weird dude. He though. is an odd dude. But with Shivani and, and Jr.'s contracts coming up within the next year, you got to got to start getting some younger guys in there. So I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to hear what. Sean's got to say because I think Rick Abani would be good. I think I think her name's Veda Scott or Vera Scott. Um, she's done some female commentary. She's pretty good. Um, I I just hope it's not Marvez. No, no Marvez can't can't. Chris wasn't impressed with the with the ladder match. The ladder match, or not the ladder match? The Jeff Hardy and. Uh, Darby, there, there was a ladder used in the match. Yes. He just just one jump off the ladder. Yeah. Always one. Got a shout out here from the Broadcast Podcast from Australia. What's up, gentlemen? How's it going, fellas? Cheers, Carlton Dry, baby. I enjoyed your I really enjoyed the watch long you guys did uh earlier this week. Uh you they watched the Hell in a Cell match between Cody and Seth last year with Cody's Ooh. torn peck. That was a fun watch oh, along. Man. So that, that was the year anniversary, right? Yep, yep. They did a watch along for it this week. So I checked that out on YouTube. Good stuff. Very good. Very good. All um, right. We, we we moving on now? Yeah, I, I I mean I'm happy for Jay White. I'm happy he was in the main event tonight. He's in the main event on collision. I think it's a big deal. Has Juice Rob Shep, you know better than I. Has Juice Robinson ever been in a big main event like this? Mm. I know he's fought for titles over New Japan, but well, you know he he was he was an NXT reject, I guess is what you would call him. Mm-hmm. He went over to New Japan and said, you know, kind of recreated himself. Had the Finn Juice tag team with uh, the Finley guy. Uh, da- I think it's David Finley. Yeah, leader of Bullet Club now. And and so they they had some success over there they came over to impact and 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 got involved there but i don't think he's ever been other than tag team titles um i don't think he's ever been really pushed as the main guy so um i thought he was the us title holder over there for a little bit uh yeah didn't he steal it or something it was it was a small storyline, but yeah, yeah. He, he he did get, and that was right after him and uh, Finley, yeah, or whatever happened there, mm-hmm. 
It's been a while since that happened, but yeah. Um, I really think he's super entertaining. He oh, he's really hilarious. Is. Yeah, he's over the top. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pumped that he's in AW now and mm-hmm. not anywhere else. Which I don't think you'd ever see that guy. Which I've never seen ever. But it's professional wrestling because money talks. But you know. I think it would take him a stupid offer to go over and go back to Stanford because of what his past experiences was. So, yeah, I'm excited to see him uh, further on in AEW. Well, and his wife is the women's champion right now in AEW, Tony Storm. So, as long as she's around, I think he'll be around. Because yeah. that's, that's a lot. I mean, AEW's got a lot of people that are that are couples or dating oh. or whatever. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul's taken, so Tony Storm might as well just stay with Juice. True. <laughs> oh, good lord! If, any, right. if anybody has other any other Darby matches they think Chris and his wife should check out, uh, let us know in the comments. Yeah, please do. I think the I think the, Dar- the didn't Darby and uh, Brody King have a good coffin match? I know Ethan Page and Darby did, but didn't wasn't Brody Keane's really good? Well, the, the Ethan Page Darby thing goes back to Evolve. Right, right. But those, uh, those two had stupid matches in Evolve where Darby went to the hospital because he got hit by a shovel or something. But they they were talking about uh, no coffins, so they want to see some coffins. So I mean, Darby has a handful of coffin matches in AEW. So yeah, I think yeah. he had one with Andrade too. I think he's had three of them. I think. I, I actually I think so. It. Go back and watch an Ethan Page uh, Darby match involve, and then talk to us. Okay. There was a, I won't call it a coffin <laughs> match, but it might have been a body bag match. Chris's coffin is necessary for a real match. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> the body bag uh. match, which I know. Darby ended up in a body bag It might not have been a body bag match, but that last match they had in Evolve was was crazy. They're watching the Brody one now. So, all right. Okay. So you guys jump straight to the main event. Are we going to talk about what happened before the main event? Are you talking about TBS? Yeah. Yeah, we got to talk about your girl there. Or you know. The Don Callis family segment with a guy oh, that yeah. for a second I thought was Sean Spears, but apparently I did too. Damon I did too East. for a second. You know that was Sean Spears? Yeah, well, from the first shot, you know, it was just a quick glance by him. I'm like, wait a minute, Mohawk, beard, the pants. Is that Sean? I knew it wasn't Sean, but I'm like, that guy looks a lot like him. Yeah, I know. Sean never wear long pants, though, did he? He always wore trunks. He had, That's a good question. He had long pants. Did he? I thought so. <laughs> I I agree the haircut was similar, right? That's what made you guys think that. Yeah. Yes. And the beard. Looking thing. Whatever <laughs> that was. Uh, yeah, he had him at one point. He had one point. Yeah. 
sure. Paul's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I pictures of him in long pants, okay? <laughs> the things we Google on this show, I'm telling you. Hey, I'll uh, let one of you guys answer this. Chris wants to know if the blood's kayfabe. Oh, jeez, really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sure is. It's all fake. Shit's fake, man. <laughs> they take a ketchup packet and they just smash it on their head. <laughs> Shit's fake. Oh, son, uh, son of a He's getting hooked, boys. He's getting hooked. All right. Uh, so, TBS yeah, Championship. <laughs> Chris Statlander versus Anna J. A.S. But apparently, commentary uh, and Justin Roberts is no longer calling her Anna J. A.S. She's just Anna J. again. That's fine by me. Anna J. Yes. Sucks. Oh, you're gonna uh, you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get heat there from from Majin. Yeah, you are the heel of the podcast, though. So somebody right, has to. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a Marty McSorley fan. The guy hates me already. <laughs> <laughs> so towards the end of the match, Statlander gets distracted, and that allows uh, Anna to lock in the Queen Slayer. Statlander manages to power up and whip her over the top before a lariat backbreaker combo. Statlander then nails a pile driver to retain, which um, they refer to as uh, a tombstone pile driver. I thought it was a good match. It uh, was a good match, especially for Anna Jay. Yeah, I thought I thought being her first defense, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Title. Second. Is it second? Yeah, she took on Nyla Rose. It's all. Oh, you're right. Last division. week. All right, forgot about that already. But Nyla's everybody's first defense, so right. I mean You're that's right. like I look at the uh, well, that's how, the, that's how the women's four way match, and Nyla's in there, and I went, "Well, there's your winner of that." <laughs> um, I felt like Anna Anna got way more offense than mm-hmm. I thought would be normal. Yep, um, it was it was way closer than I thought it should be, but. Daddy Magic helped out, of course. Well, I feel like this big build to Statlander that we had. Sorry, that was not a, a big build, but you know her injury coming back and the way she won the title. Like, I feel like for the next four to six weeks, she just should dominate. Yeah, and I feel like she didn't dominate tonight. No, she didn't. Um, but I like the presentation they're doing with Statlander. I think the sign language stuff's cool. I guess yeah. unique and indifferent, um, but no, I thought I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a good match. Uh, Taya Valkyrie is shown watching backstage, mm-hmm. and she's visibly visibly upset by the results. That's gonna that be fun. Be. Her as a heel versus Statlander's mm-hmm. face. That'll be good. Oh, uh, of course, we were talking about Marvez, and I skipped his segment, so I'll go back to that real quick. Christian Cage, shown backstage, says Arn Anderson is the reason he isn't TNT champion, and he has taken something from him. Uh, and he says, "Brock got you an early Father's Day gift." We see Brock shown bloodied in the locker room, courtesy of Luchasaurus. I'm good with it. Vance's story a little more. Mm-hmm. Nice little quick segment. Christian didn't have to say much. Luchasaurus didn't have to be shown doing anything. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that, 
Uh, Majin's got a good one for Chris and his wife to watch. That was a bloody one. Ooh, yes. TJ versus Allie and Penelope from that rampage, that street fight. Oh, man. That was a bloody one. If yeah, you and, want so, blood and so was the... Uh, was that, was, the, that was the table spot, too, right? Off the ramp? No. No, that no. was the that was Ruby was Willow. and Willow against TJ. Because that was a good one, too. The TJ's been... They've been in two good street fights. So yeah, yeah. If you want some bloody uh, women's wrestling, those are those are good ones. Or the original DMD and <laughs> <laughs> DMD and Thunder Rosa match was was great too. Yes, it was. That was my match of the year two years ago. K Fabe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Chris K Fabe. Everything's K Fabe. He, he's gonna be using that on the golf course now. You know that, right? Yeah, you so guys K-fabe. are going to screw up a shot, and he's going to be like, is this kayfabe? <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, right. have, we, have we talked about Callus yet? So, yeah, we skimmed right over that match segment. Talked about who? Don? Don. Yeah, we, we were yeah. talking about that. Fungus. Yeah. Fungus. Yeah, you couldn't hear Iris him. Iris the virus. Pretty much him and Takeshka got booed out of the building again. Out of the county. But oh, they're going to they're cut out the elite. Yeah. Just like they're people get cancer. Get cancer cut out of them is pretty much what he said. You cut out cancer, we're going to cut out the elite. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Sure. Next. Main event time. Jay White, Ricky Starks. It you only took you an hour and four minutes to get there, Paul. Hey, you know, it was a two-hour show. What do you expect? Uh, So you guys were kind of referencing championships for Jay White, so I went and Googled it real quick. Uh, IWGP heavyweight champion, IWGP intercontinental champion, and never over open weight champion. How about Juice? Juice was the one I was was wondering about. Ah, Juice. Uh, Yeah, I knew Jay held the big belt, but I wasn't sure what Juice did over there. Juice, he uh, did hold that U.S. championship. Yeah, I know he did for a little bit. Uh huh. Championships and accomplishments. Let's get down to it. There we go. Uh, New Japan. He had the IWGP United States Championship three times, and uh, the tag team championship one time with David Finley. There we go. And the World Tag League. When did when did he hold that U.S. title? That was was that before Mox came back? Uh, I thought it was intertwined a little bit. I there. almost think Mox took it off of him the first. Yeah, time. Mox got okay. It. So Robinson, July seventh of twenty eighteen, he won it. Uh, won it again January fourth of twenty nineteen. Uh, dropped it to Moxley, and then. If I can find it, won it again in uh, 2022. Oh, just last year? And dropped it June 12th to Will Ospreay. Okay. so Not a long run there that last time, but it still okay. counts. The, the second time, he, he dropped it to Mox when he when Mox left yep. Stanford. Yes. And then Mox lost it to Lance Archer in that Texas death match. And then won it back from Archer and then lost it to Archer. Which, and then Which... It's nice to see Lance back. It sounded like he was hurt with a torn tricep. And he's back, and he lost against Osprey, but it looked good. 
Mm-hmm. That would be an odd match, Osprey and Lance. Yeah, it was different I mean, styles. Two completely different ones. Chris said this TJ and Bunny Street fight looks like a lot of jewels were spilled. So they've made it through two full matches, and we haven't even talked about one full match yet. Man, they're doing better than us. Hey. Uh, all right. So uh, towards the end of the match, Starks hits the Rochambeau, but also hits the official at the same time, knocks him down. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, the guns then appear, hit the 410. White follows it with the Blade Runner for the win. I liked it. And Juice comes out and pulls an edge rated R superstar with the mat and, <laughs> and White has to pick him up and calm him down. I don't know what that was all about. But I, I, I like the ending. I like that the guns interfered, kind of keeps the rivalry going with FTR a little bit. And now I'm intrigued. Are the guns going to join the Bang Bang Gang? Or are they going to join Bullet Club Gold? So I think they'd fit in well. They're young. They're a tag team. Yeah, they got the guns with the gun symbol. I think, I think they yeah. fit in well there. They're too green, I feel like, to sh- to join the Bullet Club. Bullet Club's always been just just badass dudes, experienced, grizzled veterans. But this is a different version of the Bullet Club because the original Bullet, Bullet Club, Club won't even acknowledge these guys. I know. And I, you say that too. Which I still want to see that Forbidden Door, though. I want to see some Bullet Club versus Bullet Club Gold, Gold which, which that's my gripe about tonight, I guess. I enjoyed tonight's show, but we are two weeks away, this coming Sunday, two weeks for Forbidden Door, and we only know two matches, even though they're going to both be unbelievable match of the year matches, match of the year caliber matches. But didn't you think we'd get more build-up tonight for, for that? Rampage. That's all I'm going to say. That's my DVR I, I, programming. I know, but that seems like that's been your big final build here lately everything happens over on rampage because less and less people are watching it so tk is trying to get you to tune in so you can find out what's going to happen at the pay-per-view i mean and you do have a collision now you can build up even the night before but like do you guys expect punk to be in forbidden door do you think they skip over him for this this year oh no he's there for sure i'd like to see him against kenta just because of the finisher you know they've complained to each other for years um you know i want to see who's tanahashi gonna face now a lot of questions a lot of i mean who, who who's hangman the bucks what are they gonna do because that show's almost sold out there's only like 19 tickets left in toronto it's like holding twelve thousand some that 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 uh, event's done real well selling tickets yeah but yeah. but but Osprey versus Omega two and Danielson versus Okada. I mean, those are the only two announced matches, and it's looking like a potential pay per view of the year already. But I am intrigued. What else are we going to get? But like you just said, those two matches were announced tonight, and there's only 19 tickets available for the show. Right. They yeah, didn't that, need to announce anything to get it sold. You're, you're right. You're right. But maybe I'm talking about like us three. Who's going to buy it on pay per view? Yeah. Which we're we're gonna watch it anyways. Also, I know all the three exactly. of us, but but I mean, I think we should watch it at the eleven oh seven. But you know, <laughs> but, but you know this pay per view. <laughs> this pay per view is different from all the rest of the AW pay per views because this one is for the hardcore AW fans, the the marks that like New Japan, like AW. You know, the really hardcore ones. This this is meant to be. 
catered to them, not you know the the, the rest of them, and not so much. Exactly. So that's yeah. TK kind of knows that. Yeah. So he knows people point. are going to buy it. He knows Good people point. are buying tickets. So it's if we don't build it, we don't build it. It's just last year they started building it the uh, dynamite after double or nothing. So. Well, yeah, but they weren't launching a new show true. and talking true. about going over to London. True, and... true. That's why I think Double Nothing suffered a little bit. There were just too many other things happening. Um, that's mm-hmm. why I'm worried about All Out, to be honest, a week after All In. But we'll cross that bridge when it, when it comes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to run two big pay-per-views back-to-back weeks. Yep. I know it, they're going to say, well, it's, it's completely different, but... Oh yeah, I guess I I was confused what Chris was saying about the jewels and Majin did yeah their thumbtacks. Okay, I, I'm on the right. I'm on, we're on the same page now. I was really confused what he was talking about earlier. I knew what he meant. As soon I did. He should have said I something. Match. I was I, trying to get his back on path. Well, we're, 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 this is this is what the podcast is about rabbit holes. And when we get comments yeah. from viewers and listeners, put them on there. So I, I feel like we should change it from kicking out podcast to rabbit hole podcast. Probably already is a rabbit hole podcast about. I mean, I, rabbits. I, think I think we've been on point all night. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. Uh, all right, boys. Rating for tonight's show. Go for it, Tanner. I'm first. All right. I'm going seven five tonight. I thought the in ring work was really good. I enjoyed the promo between Cole and uh, MJF. My biggest complaint, but even though Paul's trying to sway my opinion, was the lack of build for Forbidden Door. That's my biggest complaint tonight. I'm just trying to think like TK here. That's scary. Yeah, well, well I wore the right shirt for it tonight. <laughs> here, hold on. Let me get the eyes right. What, what's Shep, what's your rating? Coffee? You want me to go? Um, yep. Rating. Go. I got 7-2. Okay. I thought the show was very solid. I love the opener. I love the end. There was some good stuff in the middle. So, yeah, seven two was a was was a good number for me. All right. Well, I'm high this week, and uh, I will take the backlash from you guys all day long. I'm seven nine. I thought you were gonna go eight one. So you're lower than I thought you're going. It wasn't in the eights. I I I won't give you close. It wasn't in the eights. Next week on paper looks like it better be in the eights. It better be yeah. almost nine. Yeah, on paper, it's it's a strong one. Look, and and tonight's show might have made it to the eight ones, but you know, there was a little bit of a distraction <laughs> for me. A tag team match. May just say me and him <laughs> versus uh, Paul and Marty McSorley super fan. <laughs> Yes, I don't right. think I don't think old dog realizes how big Shep is. Hey, we only hey, got a head down. Hey Shep, do you think you could get a hold of your buddy uh, Marty and see if we could put his face on a T-shirt and sell it on the store? <laughs> yes, actually, I have a connection to do that, um, and I'll send that text out. I, I feel I feel like I, I I would just do it, but I feel like with somebody like that. I, Probably should get permission if we're gonna use any of his likeness. Yeah, Marty McSorley nowadays. If I remember, McSorley I remember. instead of McSorley, I love it. Uh, it's the, always McSorley. I know. Did you not I notice no, that? I just love it. I love it, even though it literally uh, spelled from, out right here. From the I, golf tournament last week or last time I was there, he he was a 
all gray haired man had the white beard and the and the mustache with the curls too. So we we could get an epic fucking picture for sure. Love oh, it. there's the explicit. I was waiting for it. Damn it. There's the E. <laughs> I actually I only said it once. Yeah. I, yeah. That's all it takes. Um uh, <laughs> I held back earlier because I was trying to keep us out of the explicit when I was talking about the uh, Eliminator match because it's almost weird if we're not explicit every week. So just let it fly. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, uh, I, I, I let Shep be the one who brings us across and then we can go from there. So you want to blame it on me? I'm saying that you should start it within the first 20 minutes. Just drop the first F-bomb. You know, Shep, what are you drinking? Well, tonight we're having a fucking vodka. (laughs) Just get it right out of the way. And then we'll just let it flow from there. All right. I'll I'll think about it for next week because, you know. You might have something new next week. We haven't talked about that, Shep. I'm working on that. I might have to make yep. a trip to my old hometown. I can't believe they yep. have that. I know, right? How does that town have it, and our does our town does not? That kind of pisses me off a little. <laughs> and they've got a uh, peach bush light too. So well, I heard. I, I, I heard that that's a hot thing right now. That, yeah, that, that we, beer. We have we have peach at eleven oh seven. Yeah, that that beer's a hot seller right now. But you know how theirs has it and ours doesn't. I don't know if you remember this name or not, Shep. Eric Christiansen. He had uh, action video there on Main Street. Okay. He's big in the town. He's one of the go-to guys, and he's a huge wrestling fan. So chances are he knows Dax. He knows the podcast. And so he said, hey, you know, you guys should look at this. Because they didn't order a lot. Because the post that they made about having it said this won't last long. And that was six days ago. And then they posted the sign today. So they still have it, but I don't know how much. I can always grab you some up here. I know. I I have not left this lovely town that we live in for a while. So it's about time you did then. You know what, though? (laughs) Which which I have not had that type of tequila in a while. It's probably a good thing. (laughs) Like, if I had it here regularly, like, like, I like to have a cocktail every night before I go to bed, so probably a good thing. I don't need to have that type of cocktail every night. I don't need to have a cocktail every night, so you guys make me have a cocktail before on Wednesday nights. Hey, before just a few months ago, I never even drank on my podcast, but here we are. So, I mean, on I Monday still nights don't, and Tuesday so. nights, I only drink because I have to prepare for you guys. Well, that's oh, okay. yeah, it takes some preparedness, that's for sure. But you know, Shep, I already got this figured out for you. Just call it a business trip. (laughs) I mean, you got a point there, Paul. There you go. Where are you going? It's 11 o'clock. I got a business trip. Don't worry. I'll be back later. (laughs) All right, Paul, my wrestler of the night. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, so I'm going to go Adam Cole because I loved his promo tonight. I love the intensity he gets in his promos, especially since his return. If you watch him he actually starts shaking because he gets so intense in his delivery. It's great to see. Um, I love that intensity from an individual when they're delivering a promo. And like I said, Adam Cole's good at what he does. I'm good. Is a great choice. I thought 
I almost thought he overshadowed MJF tonight. Because mm-hmm. we all know how MJF is. We all love it. I love I'm, I'm not going to speak for you. I love MJF on the mic. Yep. No matter if he's a heel or a face, more than likely he's a heel. Um, so I thought he almost overshadowed him tonight and did a better job and proved that he's a good talk on the stick. So I agree with that statement. My pick of the night. Yeah. I'm going, and I'm going to call him this. I'm going with Pockets. Again, he's your new Dax. Dude, Pockets is my dog, man. <laughs> he is, if you think about it, if he leads off that yeah. every show, I love his new interest. Well, not new, but I love when he went to the Pixies. I think that's a kick-ass entrance song. And then he follows it up with a 10 to 18-minute banger of a match. Yeah, he's, he's he's not my new Dax. Don't go. Don't go. I, I meant as far as picking for soup, picking for wrestler of the night. He's 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 getting I mean, that territory. Yeah, if yeah. Dax was on the show tonight, been been a, yeah. been a tough one, but yeah. I mean, guys, he's super entertaining, and I, I and I know I harped on him earlier because they say how banged up he is. And he's working one day a week, but you know what? He sells it nowadays, and we don't know any different, so we buy into it. So yep. he, he's doing his job, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, before I give my pick, I did want to make a statement. I forgot about the MGF Adam Cole segment that I really liked. because I've been waiting on somebody to do this ever since Adam Cole debuted in the AEW, and nobody had done it. Finally, somebody interrupts him before he does the Adam Cole baby. I thought that was classic heel heat. I love that tonight. I I've been waiting on somebody to do that, and finally MGF did it. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you could also tell uh, the camera cut to MJF at one point. He was doing the music with him. Oh yeah. I mean, he tried to hide it, but there was a yeah. boom that came out of his mouth. You could tell it. It's a catchy tune, man. Catchy tune. <laughs> um, shout out to Mikey Ruckus on that one. Um, yeah. Oh. I've picked Jay White enough, I think, on this. I've picked him a couple times. I'm going to go Hook. It's okay. He can be your go-to I'm going to go Hook. <coughs> I, thought I, mean, he was, yeah. I thought he was a stand-out in that Tornado Tag match tonight. Mm-hmm. He was. That and he was able to perform some moves. With, he had a ton of blood all over him mm-hmm. from Preston. And he slipped yep. one time on that water and blood yes, he on did. the outside. And, and Taz even made the comment. I just think that's really neat that Taz commentates his matches. I think it's pretty cool because if you didn't know, if you're a first time watcher, you couldn't tell that Taz was his dad tonight. No, yeah, he, he, he keeps it very professional. Mm-hmm. The dude yeah, just, I mean, he's, he is now 34 and 0 in AEW. Yeah. So it's crazy to think. Mm-hmm. Only 34 and 0. Mm-hmm. It seems like, you know, we've seen Hook. I know. It's three fourths of the time that AEW has been around, and he's only had 34 matches. Um, and speaking of somebody who was undefeated, Jade Cargill, I've been reading reports when she comes back, they're going to push her as a baby face, which would be interesting. That's what I saw too. Which I think would be a good time to do it. Yeah. She can do it. She can do it. So. Mm-hmm. Have her away from everybody. and cost me a couple titles, mm-hmm. KFB titles, just let you know. Yeah, bring that tomorrow to Golf Week, please. Unless I got to go swimming. Let me know if I need to bring my snorkel and my scuba gear. 
snorkel and some, you know, whatever you do, go through the muck and the weeds. <laughs> In the weeds. Reminds the me weeds. of Vince McMahon. So. All right. All right. Did you throw that- into the lake of reincarnation? Oh, God, Ooh. I hope not. Um, we got a pond behind my house. We can call that. <laughs> All right. So now we got to do our weekly Cody Rhodes segment, and I got a little audio to play before we do that. Ooh. Ooh, I like this. So what do you guys want to talk about? So what do you guys want to talk about? As Tanner hits it twice, just because it's Tanner. It was on loop on accident. I apologize. Technical difficulties on my end. But <laughs> so the man said it himself. So what do you guys want to talk about? I'll let you guys handle this one because I will admit I did not watch Raw. I did not watch the Cody segment. I can't believe because it had your two boys in it. I watched the highlights. Uh, he I was, was on Ms. TV with Dom, right? Yes, I watched it live. So he came out. Miz introduced him, and Miz was uh, dancing and singing along to Kingdom by Downstate, which Miz is a Downstate guy, too. They did his yep. theme song also, so he was yes. loving it. and He was talking to Cody, and they were just talking. I don't even remember really what they're talking about. He said, I'm going to bring out another guy who's a second-generation wrestler, uh, Dominic Mysterio, and Cody looks at Miz like, what, what are we doing here? Miz, or Dom comes out, and he and Cody start – jawing a little bit and the crowd just booing Dom booing Dom I mean more than callous and uh and and uh Rhea Ripley stands up and tells the crowd to stop booing Dom make some boo louder and then Cody stood up and this made me laugh because he's like no guys don't boo Dom like in that cadence too so got him to boo him more and then uh Dominic ends up slapping Cody across the face and then hid behind Rhea Ripley as they got out of the ring. And then Cody was so mad, he turned around and he punched Miz. So. I, I watched a little bit of the segment. I love the part where Cody was like, guys, don't. Don't boo Dom. Yeah, yeah. Smart ass, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, thought that was good. So, obviously, we're going to get a Dom and Cody um, feud uh, to f- fuel the – uh, Brock Lesnar, Cody feud at SummerSlam. We're going to get that, you know, the trilogy. Told you we weren't going to get Roman Cody at SummerSlam. So, so let's, if we're going to tell the story, we're going to take this the whole year back to WrestleMania next year. I know. It's the only way it can work, right? Yep. And, but if, if uh, WWE has got to be careful, though, because you've got all the momentum with Cody. You, you can't lose that by WrestleMania next year. You got to keep the crowd invested, you know. It's tough. It's tough. So, it's going to so, be tough. So he wins at SummerSlam. They go into Survivor Series and have a true Survivor Series match. And you have Cody versus Brock. And they, they, they form their own teams. Um, but I feel like after SummerSlam, you got to end the Cody Brock stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to go into Survivor Series Raw versus SmackDown. Have Cody lead Raw, Roman lead SmackDown. That's true. So then you have a well. Then you go into uh, Royal Rumble, and then you have Cody versus Roman there. You Unless you have Cody win the Rumble again, 
You can't change the belt in Royal Rumble, can you? No. No. Stupendia. In in I don't know if the company wants to take the title off Roman. I don't know, but um all right, so I, I watched SmackDown Friday night and then I watched mm-hmm. Rampage after first. You are you are a brave guy to watch SmackDown. Uh, Actually, it got really good ratings last week. So I, I wanted to see the new belt because I knew it was coming even before you said or before uh, Sean Ross Sapp said that there was going to be big news coming on Fightful. I had a feeling that's what we were going to get. We were going to get a new belt. But here's what frustrated me. When we debut the the brand new, never seen before, never existed, never called anything this WWE World Heavyweight Championship belt. Cody said, or Cody, Triple H said, Roman has backed us into a corner because he will not defend his titles. Blah, 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 blah. Fast forward to the debut of the undisputed Universal WWE Championship, which rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, doesn't it? Um, and he talks Roman up. Oh, you're such a great, you know, superstar. You're always defending your title. You show what it means to be a champion. And because of that, have another belt. I don't like the look of it. I get why they do the big no. WWE logo because, you know, when, when teams win the championships, they send them the belts. I get that. But I don't... They just colored it gold. I, it's, it's the WWE different. Championship with a gold background. Yeah. yeah. Chris said, uh, great show, boys. Bedtime. Big weekend for that secondary sport golf. Very true. Hope to see you in the final group on Sunday, Chris. No. The, the Lee boys are, are planning to be in that final group. He'll be there. You won't be. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I have won this event before. so. Oh, oh before. Listen, listen to Tanner. You I were single the then, too. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Hey, I tried to win the event last year, but we had some type of a handicap miscue, and I came in second. I'm still good payday. Still good yeah, payday. still good payday, but I did something on Sunday that was unheard of and still lost, but whatever. Anyways, back to Stanford, <laughs> Connecticut, and the assholes there. So, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think a Cody Dom feud could kind of be fun though, because Dom's no. got so uh, got so much heat on him. So. I hope that's true. Oh, well, then I should be playing great. I've been married the longest (laughs) of the three of us. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can double mine, right? Paul can too. Yeah, are we going to count our first marriage too? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't know that story, Paul, but whatever. That's that's, that's for another podcast. That's another rabbit hole. We won't go down that rabbit hole. Don't pull us, Tanner. Only get married once. I'm All right. Not, try my best. We might have cooler stories. Who has cooler <laughs> stories after the first one? Me or you, Paul? Well, probably you. Well, I, had some, I had some pretty badass stories, but, I mean, you know, coming home from work on a Saturday, the house is empty, but you decided to party for five days in a row. Yeah, it happens. Anyways. <laughs> mine's, mine's a lot darker and more depressing, so you win. I mean, I decided to 
I put I put my lawn, I put my lawn furniture in the living room. Bo- bo- boys, this is not KOP Dark Side of the Ring here. This is not KOP Dark Side of the Ring. Why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, what else could happen? I'm starting to sweat over here. Anyways, yeah, yeah, it's probably warm in your room. We're nice and comfortable. Well, I got a fan on, but it's still pretty warm. Well, at least your dog's not puking right now. Mm. I need to sleep. Yeah, mine's asleep too. So. <laughs> All good. Yep. All right. So uh we gonna do this again next week or what? Always. <laughs> Are we gonna finish talking about Stanford first? <laughs> oh shit, we're so, so we're talking about Cody. Yeah. Yeah, Cody Cody rocks. I, I think I think the Cody the Cody Domfield can be fun though, because got a guy that's white hot and uh and a heel that's white hot for heel heat with the crowd, so I think it'll mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be bringing a lot of dad stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, can pick both of his dads for all I care. <laughs> we got the broken arm segment. I don't know if we talked about this last week. The broken arm segment with with Brock and Cody. Does that was it? Was it the broken leg with with Dusty and mm-hmm. the Horseman? Uh, yeah, but who was he facing? Uh, the Indian guy, right? Oh shit, Indian guy. No, not Jay Youngblood, but God, who was who was back in the territory days that they he supposedly broke Dusty's leg? Was it Superfly? No, one Snuka. Yeah, I, I, I am bad when we go back that far. Hold on. Um, the four horsemen broke his arm. Oh, well, you know, here this is a little gripe by me. Uh, Flair and Ole Anderson. A little gripe by me is Cody had the like forearm cast on this week, right? Yes. Supposedly, with the injury that commentary was saying he had, the cast should have been higher, or it should have been like a sling because it should have been his elbow up to his shoulder. Mm-hmm. So they kind of got that detail wrong this week, but oh, well. you know. Uh, a big shout out to uh, Cowboy Bob. Yeah, he had a cast on for four years. <laughs> yes. Somehow. Was that broke? Somehow. It was really broken. Uh, but really, it's funny. Whenever I watch Raw on Mondays, my fiance goes, why are you watching this? You don't even like WWE. I'm like, I'm only watching to see if Cody's on yet. I literally only tune in for Cody's stuff, and then I, I don't watch. I follow the dirt sheets and everything to know what's going on as a whole, but I... I really just tune in to watch Cody, and that's why people are probably like, you guys are AW Podcast, why are you coming Cody? Well, we all like Cody, so he's the reason I got into it. One of the reasons why I got into AW, so that's uh, why I would cover him. There was I got in for the buck. The Four Horsemen broke Dusty Rhodes' arm. Arm, but somebody broke his leg. Yeah, I'm trying to figure who broke his leg. I want to say it was Chief Youngblood, but I could be wrong. Let me see if I can Google it real quick. I'll try to help. If my Hopefully internet if I wants can to spell. work. Who, Who broke Dusty Rhodes' leg? Uh, it comes up Ric Flair. Well, it might have been. I guess it might have been. It says Flair broke Rhodes' ankle. Yeah, all it. Yeah. Got the four horsemen jumping him in the parking lot. 
Uh, it just talks about horsemen, horsemen, horsemen. Yeah, that's all I can find. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm seeing. Shep remembers something. It's it's like that that Mandela effect thing, right, Shep? Yeah. It, it was, wasn't the horseman. It was actually somebody else, and in then the Mandela effect. I swear there was there was a back in the territory days in the late seventies, early eighties that happened. I remember reading about it, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Not memory. So what we do best here? Yeah, yeah. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. But I, I feel like when we're having the uh, Cody telling the story. Uh, line like now we have the broken arm so just he's he's trying to mirror his father which, mm-hmm. not gonna say it's a bad thing but it's kind of where i'm getting the whole yeah you know mirror, yeah. he's fighting adversity together. adversity after adversity after adversity yeah. climbing his way up so yeah. if that's the case then i guess we're gonna get it a whole year back till next year's wrestlemania mm-hmm. yep but I hope I hope it's okay. I hope he still gets the heat, well, not heat, but the pop, right? Um, the intensity uh, of last year's WrestleMania match when he almost went over Roman. I agree. So I agree. So so okay. So for mirroring pops, um, is Orton going to come back next, and then it's going to be a Cody Orton feud? God, I, I hope I hope career. Randy comes back because I want to see him have a couple yeah. more good feuds before he retires just from his back injury. Yeah. I'm a big Randy fan, so I, I hope he's able to come back. Yeah. Absolutely. Me too. Me too. I'd like him to come back and RKO Riddle first and then he can go on and do what he wants to yeah, do. Yeah. Drop Riddle while Somebody Cody needs finishes telling the story with Roman and then we see Cody Orton. There's a lot of history there. Well, we know we know D- Ted DiBiase Jr. is not going to come back. He's going to spend no. some time behind bars. So, yeah, Senior will come in his place. Senior's in bad health. Yes, he is. I just read that, so I don't think he'll be coming Every- back either. Everybody is okay. Yeah, the legends. Look, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Rest in peace to the Iron Sheik. We didn't even mention that. So I was going to before we close. Yep. Don't yep. worry. Yep. What a great Jerry Springer segment he had. Oh my god! I just saw that the first time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'd never really? seen that before. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> okay, so you ever seen Macho Man on Jerry Springer? No. Or not Macho Man. Um, Yeah, the bad guy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Razor Ramon. Oh, R- Scott Hall was on there? Yeah. I've seen Justin Roberts on there. I see Razor Ramon was right. on there as uh, internet, or Intercontinental Champion. Oh. He gave the belt away. I'll have to go check that out. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Fucking Jerry Springer. Yeah, he's a legend, <laughs> wasn't he? Rest in peace to him, too. Yeah. He's yeah. in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? I think yeah. so. Uh, there, I saw a thing today. I think there's 147 people in the WWE what? Hall of Fame. <laughs> Good Lord. That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. Especially when you factor in there's only like five or six every year that go in. Yeah. You do the mm-hmm. math. I don't like math. Oh, not in the math. Not a math. And I'm in banking, but I'm not I don't have to do math. <laughs> Shep. 
I work in radio. I don't have to do anything except talk. So just and I can't I sell even do that. cars doesn't mean I have to do math either. <laughs> I have a calculator that does that shit for me. Yeah. 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 Yep. We all have shortcuts here. Sorry, guys. Hey, if you got to work smarter, not harder, right? Exactly. To all those teachers who said you'll never have a calculator in your pocket. Yeah, 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 exactly. Anything else you guys want to cover before we wrap it up? I I don't have anything. Rest in peace, Iron Cheek, 81. Shep, our childhood's dying off. It is. Tanner's like, I don't know half these people. I mean, I know them, but I didn't see them wrestle. And we're like, ah, oh, you suck. You're kind of you're accurate there. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've watched Sheep on, um, you know, archive things. But no, I never saw him wrestle a live match on television. I think the last match he was in was that gimmick battle royal WrestleMania yeah. uh, 13. Mm, yes. It was in Seattle. It was in the Seattle, the baseball stadium. That was 19. 19. Okay. They, Close enough. Yeah. They had a gimmick battle royal. And I'm pretty sure Sheik waddled his way down the ramp for that. And he, of course, he came back for the Legends Nights and normally laid somebody out. It actually says his last was a uh, battle royal at uh, WrestleMania 17. And he, that would have been Houston. Was, I thought it was Seattle that they had the baseball stadium one. Okay, so it was 17. They had the gimmick battle royal, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It was a yes. gimmick battle royal, the last match. Because he, he reignited his rivalry with Slaughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that one very well. That's a lot of people's uh, favorite WrestleMania of all time. Seventeen. Cornette, Cornette was involved. I remember Cornette was in part of that. That was the Austin heel turn against The Rock. Yeah, Cornette was in that. Well, Cornette was in the gimmick better role. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You guys hate Cornette. I like Cornette. I don't hate the guy. I'm not a big Jimmy guy. He's an asshole. I like him more than Vince Russo, though. So. Vince Russo is pond scum. Yeah. Cornette's got pee on his grave. It's in his will. I don't know where he's going to die. But if I'm still drinking Kettle One by then, I'll piss on the guy's grave. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to that dark side of Bash at the Beach 2000, though. Yeah, yes. So, hey, let's let's. We got five minutes, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> sure. The uh, the first uh, dark side ring was last Tuesday. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was very very well done. Mm-hmm. They're all well done, but I was very entertained by it. This week's this week's with uh, Magnum TA was it was okay. I don't feel like Magnum T was that dark. Compared to the other guys. I haven't watched it yet, but I kind of heard the same thing when somebody was breaking it down. Yeah. So. But, yeah, I enjoyed the first one. I mean, we all knew Tammy Sitch was nuts. Yeah. Well, she, yeah. And then Chris Candido. Only 33. Yeah. Passed away. Man. And he was starting to come on in TNA a little bit. So, too bad. I mean, at 33. A lot of time to live. 
I, I don't want to talk about what I was doing. What I was doing when I was 33. I'm not there yet. I got two more years. Shut up. I just got to remind you guys once in a while how young I am. Just hey, Paul. I had, Tanner's an asshole. I, yeah. I am. I, I had settled down by then. Uh, 31? Or 33? Yeah. 33. At 33, you guys did not want to hang out with me. I was. I how was how old are you now? Me? Yeah. 40? <laughs> All right, so that was seven years ago. I'd have been 24. Yeah. I'd have been, I'd have been, was I? Yeah, I was working for you at that time. No, was it? Yeah, I think, or close to it. I'd have been 2016. Yeah, 15 and 16, so, so yeah. whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we had fun. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember before that, like in college, I'd come back and play golf with like you and Kyle Williams and Eddie Lopez. And I know the people listening to the podcast are like, "Who the hell are these guys?" But so nah, rabbit I hole, yep. rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was that one time we uh, we did a uh, member guest with Rock. We went back to Chris Smith's house, who was yes. coming all night tonight. Yes. And I don't think we left to like. One in the morning. No, that's when I was still live with my parents. My mom was not very happy with me. You, I think you drove me home. I did. I did. <laughs> I yep. couldn't drive. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that is that's a rabbit hole for another day. We were being responsible. We were. We were always. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to party. So <laughs> it happens. All yeah. right. It's only been an hour and forty four minutes, Paul. What do you got? I ain't got nothing else for us. Oh, I figured you're you're closing it up. Hey, oh, what? I can close it up. Shep, you want to uh, make a pitch for next Saturday for the Moose, real quick? Yeah, talk about that, Shep. Next Saturday at the Moose. Thing uh, is, I know more about this than him. He does. Uh, I, I kind of figured by the way he did that. He talked. He just said that. Here you go. Here you go, Paul. I'm a thirty. I'm a thirty little loop here. Uh, looking at the poster that I have received, mm-hmm. the one guy in that poster that's going to go over, Ryan Paradise. Yeah, and he's a heel. All of these Rochester Arians are going to come out and support him. Is this guy from Rochester? No. Oh. No, he was, he was there last year, and I was actually, I think, more impressed with him than I was the main event. Yeah, we've got uh, or they've got Drew Skills, J Rock, um, who's from Cleveland. We've interviewed uh, him on on this podcast. Well, we we have I it on have. Our, our our YouTube channel. Yep, you can check it out. Uh, it was ahead of last year's Rochester show at the Moose, by the way. Um, Ryan Paradise, uh, he'll be taking on Donnie Gunner in their fifth match. Uh, so there you go, five matches for those guys so far. Um, what is this, Stanford? Yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> uh, I can keep us here for another hour on that comment. Um, Pastor Pulse will be there. Two to one, three in the lake. Him and Donnie Gunner. Twinkie took two of them. There, right? Yep, Slim Trimmins. Um, he he Twinkie you in the face, right? Uh, in Manchester, yes. Yes, him and uh, the the little girl. I cannot think of her name, but she's a sweetheart. 
Um, trying to think without looking at the poster, but yeah, the doors open at 5.30, even though it's in a parking lot there. Uh, <laughs> bell time, 6 o'clock. Should probably be over about 8, quarter after 8. Maybe right, right in time for collision. Yeah, we can walk inside and watch it at uh, the Moose. Yes, we have uh, four 86-inch TVs and six 65-inch TVs. So <clears throat> come out and enjoy some FWF wrestling at 11.07 here in Rochester, Indiana. And then when you're done, we're going to watch Collision. Yeah. We can have some cocktails. Yeah. Also, um, be watching the KOP uh, social media later this week as we hear from Ryan Paradise and his thoughts on um, Donnie Gunner. That's breaking news, folks. I, I wasn't go. aware of that. So. Well, I, I, I picked this guy out of nowhere, and you already have a, a interview set up. No, yeah, I already have it. Oh. it yeah. It's not really an interview. It, it's more of a promo. You don't, you don't so. tell me shit, Paul. Yeah, I, keeping us in the dark. The heck. It, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. But anyway, speaking of the uh, Kicking Out podcast social media links, follow us on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Uh, check out kickingoutshop.com where you can get some great merchandise and support a great podcast while doing so. And, uh, Mason, you can get yourself a mug there. So go buy yourself your own mug or a hat or a T-shirt. And uh, be sure to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple Podcast, what star rating do we want, guys? Cinco, five, cinco, five, cinco, five. Because we are that five <laughs> star. Sorry. I was out of nowhere. <laughs> we are the five star KOP, or uh, we're the number one, according to Shep. Yeah. Uh, so leave us that five-star rating. Help us climb the rankings. We look to be uh, the number one podcast in some country at some point. Uh, we keep getting up there, but then we start to slowly drop down. So you got to leave us those good ratings and those good reviews so everybody knows to listen to the Kicking Out podcast. And be sure to follow all of us on social media. You can follow Austin Shepard at the Shep 27 Follow the Kicking Out Podcast Predictions Champion if you can ever find the belt at Tanner Lee92. And be sure to follow myself at Paul Zartman921. And with that, for Austin Shepard and Tanner Lee, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we go down some rabbit holes and kick out yet another podcast. <laughs>